I'm still thinking about that. Uh, well, I mean, a lot of people are talking. Ime Udoka <clears throat> is he's officially been suspended for the whole year, the whole season. I'm sorry. You're gonna if you want people to not shit all over you, you need to release more information. Obviously, look, it doesn't have to be every gory detail of everything, but like. Why is he suspended for a year? It keeps I keep seeing consensual relationship. And as I mentioned, yes, sometimes consensual is like consensual with an asterisk. It's not it's not that it's not consensual, but there's a you know, the power dynamic and all that stuff. But let's just think about some other things. Brett Favre stole like $5 million from the poorest people in the state of Mississippi. I mean, <clears throat> in a in a roundabout way, but uh, Brett Favre is just a big piece of shit. Uh, then you've got like, <laughs> I don't know, man, there's people... You've got, like, players who get caught on tape assaulting someone, you know, assaulting, beating your girlfriend, wife, you know, whatever. Any number of things. <laughs> so many fucking, like, truly terrible people in the world of professional sports. And they all somehow keep coming back. Or they get suspended for a few games for like for violence for like actual and this i all i hear is a keep saying an improper consensual relationship what the fuck what the fuck is an improper consensual relationship i need that's what i need to know i need somebody to please define that for me what is a relationship that is both consensual and improper. Like, were they, I, I don't know, were they having sex while shooting people? <laughs> I guess that, but the, but it's still the relationship and the sex part is not improper. It would be the shooting people. Also, the logistics of trying to have sex and shoot somebody. I can't even picture it. I mean, I can. It just looks weird. It just doesn't make sense in any real kind of way. By the way, it's it's eight something. Oh, jeez. It's the it's Friday, and I am so tired right now. It's absolutely. I'm so fucking. I know the big theme of this podcast is how burnt out I am. <laughs> and yeah, it's it's uh oh. it's been like that for a few years. I boy, I would you know not to change topics, but that's what we do here on the Birthday Boy podcast. Uh, because it's also pretty well known that I finally found out a few months ago that I have Mondo I've got the Mondo ADHD which makes all kinds of sense when I think about how frequently my thoughts jump around and then when I'm actually talking, how 
frequently that shit jumps around. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. I don't like, I, it's, you know, yawning's not a great look for, anyway. Uh, oh, yeah, so there's a wrestler by the name of Johnny Gargano, and he just returned to WWE, I don't know, two, three weeks ago, a month ago, maybe, I don't know. The, the end of August, or begin, I, I, not long ago, he returned. He's been gone for about nine months. His contract expired uh, back at the end of last year, December 31st, January 1st, whatever you want to call it. And this guy, uh, you know, he basically said, yeah, I'm not going to renew my contract right now. Um, Which, first of all, like, that's a, you know, that's always a big risk. To say, I'm not going to renew my contract and I haven't signed with anybody else. And that doesn't mean, you know, that's not like my line of work where we're all replaceable. We're all just cogs in the machine. And to a certain degree, yeah, the wrestlers, they made it. It used to be that wrestlers could get bigger than the company. And that hasn't happened. The last time that really happened, I guess, would be John Cena, Brock Lesnar, and now the only one who's close to that of like the of the last you know ten or fifteen years of the modern era of wrestlers is I suppose Roman Reigns. I think CM Punk thought that he was bigger than the, the you know than the company or the whatever. Um, and then yeah, I mean, I hate to admit it, and I wish it wasn't true because I really. I've said it on this podcast, I, you know, three years ago when AEW first started, I said, man, if they get CM Punk right out of the gate, they're going to be, you know, this is going to be major stuff here. And they didn't get CM Punk right out of the gate. But, oh my God, sorry. <laughs> it's, it's exhaustion, like, oh my God. Um, but they got CM Punk a year ago. When he came back to wrestling for the first time in seven years or whatever it was, seven and a half years. And, uh, yeah, I mean, did he move the needle a little bit? Yeah, but not, not like I think people expected. Because that is a very big name, and that is a name that did not come back to WWE, did not come back to wrestling at all in that whole time. And then he came back, and he's he's had a great year up until two weeks ago. <laughs> and and now they're saying that he's uh, it's is very likely that they're going to buy out his contract, and he's going to be done. I still fucking I don't believe I just if this is really really real, CM Punk is a fucking douchebag. For real. And this is one of my favorite guys. Like, I, I'm a big CM Punk fan. But if this... And this is why I can't believe it, it is real. Because it would just make CM Punk a fucking idiot. And it would just make Tony Khan a fucking idiot. CM Punk an idiot for sitting there after winning the world title. And a major pay-per-view. Against one of the top... Found. Jesus Christ's... 
You know, how about this? Hey, Siri, how about you only fucking turn on when I'm actually talking to you? I won't respond to that. Yeah. I know, you won't respond to anything except when I'm not talking to you. I won't respond to... Oh, oh, is it too rude for you, robot, computer thing? Anyway. CM Punk. He wins... The, he comes back from an injury after having a what is a great year. And frankly, a bit of a love fest. And I think, also, that's probably why the needle didn't move. You had smiling... Uh, shiny, happy CM Punk. That's that's fine for the first whatever, and and that's why I just don't believe this is real. I as as real as it seems, because why would you suspend your top? Even if it is real, why would you suspend all four of those guys? Like you, you as Kevin Nash said on his podcast. They're fucking 1099s. And he made the comparison to, <laughs> you have some guys come to paint your house who are just independent contractors. You're just paying them for that, you know, eight hours of work of house painting or whatever it is. And, <laughs> and they get into a melee. And then you say, no, you guys are suspended with pay. Until we sort this out. That's the other thing. They're suspended with pay. I'm sorry if, like, this has to be one of the biggest works ever. Otherwise, Tony Khan is just a fucking moron. <laughs> Which I kind of, you know, there's some questionable stuff, but man, there's. The AEW has been so fun to watch for three years. It's and it still is, and I don't know. It's, you say, "Oh, we've suspended," and also three—the three of the four people we've suspended are executive vice presidents. And I know, you know, Tony Khan's the—he's the head honcho. He's the big boss. But man, I this just to me still reeks of being a total work because. CM Punk leaves wrestling for seven years, wants nothing to do with it. Certainly not WWE, and not even to make an appearance. Like, uh, you know, if I left, if I'm a wrestler and I love wrestling and it's in my blood, it's in my heart and my soul, and oh, it's the, you know, it, this is who I am. And I get just, you know, chewed up and spit out by the company. That I've, you know, that it's been my lifelong dream to work for. And I get to such an extent to, that happens to such an extent that I just don't show up to work the next day. <laughs> I'm one day I'm in the Royal Rumble for 45 minutes. The next day, uh, I, I walk out of Monday Night Raw before it goes on the air and I go home and I never come back. If I love wrestling, that much i'm like i'm gonna still be part of it somewhere but also i'm gonna that's the thing i think nobody wwe was the only one that could afford cm punk he's not doing this for free and that's good for him man you shouldn't you should never do anything for free i mean yes of course obviously if you're volunteering for something that's fine but 
people think like, and that's a, artists, you know, hey, do some free stuff for me, and I'll and I'll use it to promote your thing. No, pay, pay people for their work, even if it's their passion, even if they love it. You know, there's probably a lot of dentists out there that love being dentists. Have you ever gone to the dentist and they're like, you know what? This one's on the house just because I'm I'm so passionate about uh, scraping shit off your teeth. It's it's the thing I love to do. I have always said I do it for free. And you know what? Today I'm a man of my word. This one's on me. Root canal on me. No. No matter what, you go to the dentist or anybody, it's, you're going to pay them. And you're going to pay them a lot. Or your insurances, or a little of both. And so CM Punk, he loves he loves the wrestling business, and he gets paid for it. Good. And so after all that, to, and by the way, to be able to walk away from your job and the entire industry for seven years, uh, and to be able to have the financial stability to do that, man, oh man, that's that's the dream right there. So he finally comes back on his own terms to AEW and says, I'm back and I'm just, I love AEW. I love what they're doing. I love the product. This is like, this is wrestling right here. And guess what? They can afford me. They're the company that has finally emerged uh, that just like WWE was run by a billionaire and uh, and, and many, many of billions. <laughs> Many of billions of dollar. And, uh, yeah, and so the last year has mostly just been a love fest. But the thing that we loved about CM Punk was we loved to hate him. Yeah, CM Punk is is fun on the microphone no matter what. Good guy, bad guy, whatever. He's And he has had some moments on the microphone in the last year. And, you know, some of the most memorable ones with MJF. Uh, but I... You know, how much CM Punk has been enjoying it and how, like, he's been very positive. Like, I don't, uh, you know, people are like, oh, CM Punk's a prick. I'm sure he's been a prick to a lot of people, but a lot of people can be pricks, but they're not actually pricks. They're just, that's just the way that they are. And they're, you know, they, they're just socially different from others and whatever. And I'm not saying CM Punk's not a prick. Uh, he probably, he probably isn't in the, in the right, uh, you know, context, the right circumstance, but I'm sorry, man, this dude's 43, 44 years old. Uh, you know, he's older, wiser, supposedly. And you're telling me that he came back after seven years and then fought his way to the world title, got injured, came back, won the world title again and then decided to just go off on everyone in the promotion, basically, and tell how much they suck. And calling Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks idiots in front of Tony Khan, who is, you know, who's been working with those three guys for over three years, probably almost four years, really. It's not like, you know, it took a year to get the thing off the ground. Hey, those are those are his colleagues. I would dare say they're probably friends in some in some way. 
you know, you work together with somebody that closely for three years, either you're going to hate each other or you're going to become friends. Um, so to sit there and just bash three of the top stars moments after you won the world that's supposed to be happy you just you won the world title and you're back and you, you know and you're eating uh, Mindy's baked goods and and you're that pissed off and all you can do is just complain and shit on everybody and shit on Colt Cabana and shit on AEW and shit on the Young Bucks and shit on Kenny Omega and shit on Adam Hangman Page and uh, I mean <laughs> Either you just either CM Punk got to a point where he's like, I'm just gonna get myself fired. Cause I don't know I don't know anything else to do except to like get myself fired or just walk out of the company. And if he, if it's either of those things, he's an idiot. Either way. If that's if that really is and maybe that's it. Maybe I'm just in denial that CM Punk having that press conference and you know, crapping on everyone in the company and just being a pissed off, you know, just sounding like a child. Uh, and, and, and that's, that's why I'm in denial because I think at this point that dude's smart enough to not, he's not a little kid. He's not a 20 something year old, you know, is he still like bitter and angry? I can't imagine because he's had a bunch of success outside of wrestling yeah, he did the MMA thing. That didn't work out so well. <laughs> he got paid for it, though. I'd go get my ass kicked for a million dollars in an octagon in a sanctioned match. Uh, or and then and then a, do a couple of those, and that's what he did. He gets he got some good good cash for that. Uh, he did. He was in like he's been in movies. He's been doing like comics. His wife wrote a book. She's doing all kinds of stuff. I mean. These are two intelligent people. And I man, it just doesn't it just doesn't add up to me that this guy running a wrestling company has lost such control over everything that he would sit there and let this guy just bash everything for 20 minutes and not just shut it down or just pull him aside and be like what the fuck are you doing, man? Like ease up. I know you're pissed. Let's talk about this later. Not not airing your dirty laundry and, and everything else for the world to see. Um, so <laughs> it really makes everybody look bad if that's real. And by everybody, I mean CM Punk and Tony Khan. Um, and that's why I just, I to me, and maybe I, I tend to give too much credit sometimes. I either give too much credit or not enough credit. I never give the a proper amount of credit. I seem to be incapable of doing that. Ugh, it's time. It's already. It's nine o'clock, isn't it? Oh man, I don't. You talk about don't have it in me. Oh, thank, thank Satan! It's Friday. <laughs> thank God it's Friday. I I just oh my goodness. I'm I'm very tired in a way that I haven't been in a long time. Anyway, I got shit to do. I got to get off this topic. I was originally going to talk about Udoka and the Celtics, and now I how do I I always end up talking about wrestling because that's the really it really truly is the only thing I ever want to talk about. It's the only thing I really have a strong opinion on. 
I mean, I have strong opinions on a lot of stuff. Uh, that's that's a stupid thing for me to say that I only have strong opinions on wrestling. I have strong opinions on fucking, uh, you know, the most minute of things that nobody else would ever notice and make me fly through the roof and go crazy. Anyway, but I but it's just it always comes back to wrestling with me. Ah, but anyways, I I'm not ready to be, like. If it's five years for what's to, what's this twenty twenty two, if it's twenty twenty seven, and all that time has gone by and no CM Punk has ever returned to AEW, that okay, okay, it was not, it was not a work, it was real, and I don't know how else to say this any other way. As I've continuously said in the last twenty minutes, if it's real, that makes CM Punk a dumb fucking dumb dumb. And it makes Tony Khan a fucking pussy and an idiot. More so an idiot, but like, <laughs> it makes him look jerky. Uh, it's a bad look all around if that's the case, and they're going to need to just uh, <laughs> try to, let's forget that never happened, folks. Um, but it's also hard to believe that they would just as part of a storyline, uh, suspend their four of their top guys and we don't know when they're coming back and we just know, okay, well, they're not going to be on this week's episode and maybe not the next week's episode and maybe not. I don't know, man. But either way, uh, I hope we get some answers soon. And if if CM Punk really is, you know, they buy out his contract and he's done. Man, he's he's done with the whole thing forever. I mean, no, and and not not just because of him not wanting to do it. Nobody's gonna who would want him. Like after this, uh, there's not that Triple H and CM Punk are the best of friends, and not that CM Punk has wanted to go back to WWE anytime since 2014. Um, or even before that one, he was still there and probably miserable, making millions of dollars and being in <laughs> top feuds with top guys. Um, anyway, uh, but this, but, but whether CM Punk wants to return to wrestling, nobody's going to want him. If AEW buys out his contract, like they're not going to want him back. He'll never if it's real, he'll never work for that company again, whether he wants to or not. WWE now being run by Triple H, who as much as Vince McMahon probably couldn't stand CM Punk, Triple H and CM Punk, I mean, I, as far as I can tell, they legitimately just fucking hate each other. Um, and I'm sure Stephanie McMahon is not too high on on him either. Um, so, you know, I, I mean, I guess maybe he'd go do some a match or two in Japan. But honestly, I wouldn't see that happening either. I don't know. I, that'll just, yeah, if this is the end of CM Punk and AEW, this is the end of CM Punk and pro wrestling. Uh, you know, maybe he'll maybe he'll be inducted in the WWE Hall of Fame in like 30 years. But I, if CM Punk's inducted in the, the WWE Hall of Fame, I hate to say it. And this is sad. It's true for too many wrestlers. Um, Randy Savage, Mr. Perfect, the list goes on and on. Uh, he'll be inducted in the Hall of Fame 
posthumously, years from now, 30, 40, 50, I don't know, probably long after I'm even, I don't know, he'll be inducted at some point, you know, and he deserves to be in the WWE Hall of Fame. I don't know that he gives a shit about that, and they're certainly not rushing to, you know, call him up and have him come accept his Hall of Fame induction. But um, he is worthy of the Hall of Fame, even with all this nonsense. His career is his career, and it's been a Hall of Fame-worthy career as far as I'm concerned. Um, But (laughs) that's not happening anytime soon. Uh, either way you slice it. But I'm just, I'm telling you though, just watching CM Punk for the last year, that's a, to me, that's a happy person. And only in the last few weeks or last few months has it not seemed that way. And yeah, stuff can go, you know, shit can change. You can be really happy with something and that can change and it can change very quickly. It can change overnight. It can change in an instant. It can change in a week. It can change, you know, just because somebody's happy one day. Look, I mean, that's just that's just human nature. It's only human natural. Uh, but that's this is a guy who just watching him seems like okay, he's matured. He's he's back to not just you know wrestle these great wrestlers that he's, you know, these younger guys that he's never been in the ring with and the MJF type people and, and all of that. Um, but he's also back, you know, to me, it seemed like he was here to kind of like, yeah, be a, I don't know if I go so far as to say a, the leader in the locker, you know, the locker room leader, as they say, but <clears throat> excuse me. <sighs> Pardon me. Um, But to come, I I feel like he's just made peace with so much of, you know, all of it, all the things he was angry at and came, and now he's back in AEW and the the egos are kind of put aside and he just wants to work and have great matches and have great microphone time, you know, great promos, great, great work on the mic. It just seems like that's, he's just, he just seemed like a content person. Like, man, man, I missed this. I haven't done it since 2014, and I'm back, and they're paying me, and this is what I love, and I'm getting in the ring with all these great guys that I've never been in the ring with. And I, man, (laughs) whatever. It'll all play out, and we'll find out. But everything just seems crazy. And, uh, yeah, and if CM Punk's gone, boy, that is... That's a f- that people were getting it was a little a little strong, <laughs> you know, a little bit of hyperbole saying it's the worst come it'll end up being the biggest failure, uh, the most failed comeback of all time if this is all real. I don't know that I agree with that. Um, it's not going to end well. It's not going to be like this will be the legacy that he leaves behind in AEW and professional wrestling because he already walked out on one company. And burn that bridge pretty nicely. And now he's, after a year uh, and all the great things that he's done in this year of, you know, of entertaining people with great matches and great moments and, and, and all this stuff, that's going to be, this is, this is what the, the lasting uh, memory is going to be. This is the taste 
that will linger, um, <coughs> excuse me, in our mouths forever. Like that's what you're going to remember. And unfortunately, it's kind of, it's kind of how it is with WWE. Like I still just think about like, man, I was watching that 2014 Royal Rumble and CM Punk is, you know, in, in it pretty much the whole time. And then that's it. We never see him again. Like Judy Winslow, he just you know, he goes upstairs forever and he doesn't come back. <laughs> and, uh, and then seven years later, he's back with a, a different company and it's, it's all great. And everybody's smiles and fun and fans are crying because he's back finally and it's happy. Like, oh, this is what we've been waiting for. And then to have this year go by and have it be so fun to watch and everything and finally you know getting that mjf cm punk feud and their matches that they had and all this cool stuff and then it ends like this and that's that's going to be the thing that he he's not going to be remembered in AEW. he's not going to remember for any any of the good shit that he did in the last 12 months 13 months whatever it's been that's gone that's out the window <laughs> It really is to say, and and I guess, uh, yeah, maybe I'm talking myself into saying that it's like, yeah, a totally failed comeback because of how it ended and how it ended canceled out all of the bad that happened in those final 20 minutes of his, what might be the final 20 minutes of his AEW career, that stupid press conference. Um, that's That's the memory and that cancels out anything else. The shit, I mean, it was like, I think it was right before Thanks. I think it was Thanksgiving Eve last year. MJF and CM Punk finally, you know, went at it verbally on the microphone and it was fucking gold. It was just wonderful. And then the feud and MJF's sort of his origin story about how CM Punk walked out on him in, in, when he was a huge fan of watching him in WWE and MJF was getting bullied and experiencing anti-Semitism and all this stuff. Uh, you know, in high school, and he joined the football team, and he finally felt accepted. And then he sees his teammates walking down the hall, and they throw you know quarters at him, and just fucking you know all this. And it's all that's that part's real. But then using it to explain his villain origin story of why he hates CM Punk, it's because he loved CM Punk, and CM Punk let him down. And now MJF is like <laughs> bringing that up on television. Um, to me, like that's a, you know, cause that's, that's pulling real life into, into a scripted story. And AEW likes to do that a lot as WWE used to do. And I feel like because we've seen it all, or we feel like we've seen it all in pro wrestling. That's why I still believe it's, I still believe it's a work because I feel like, man, <clears throat> they spent a good part of the last year with the MJF storyline talking about how CM Punk just up and left professional wrestling and disappointed a lot of fans. I mean, CM, the first thing he did was like, what didn't he like apologize when he first came back and said, I know I've been gone for seven years and I let a lot of people down. I think he said something to the, that effect, if I remember right. And so that's, that's fully been acknowledged and addressed. And to me, on top of like whatever his feelings are, and yeah, CM Punk's a guy who's let his emotions take over. He's an emotional guy. 
and you know and and there is certainly you know some lack of maturity in some of the shit that we you know there was I remember an episode of raw where he's he's on camera like he is he you know went through the crowd to you know do like the final ending to the show like he was standing amongst his people his fans or something like that and John Cena or whoever it was was in the ring and I, I don't remember who I don't remember but he's standing there um, amongst the crowd and he just fucking backhands this dude <laughs> and just start you know he was like wailing on this guy like 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 motherfucker you don't touch me kind of thing. it's like you're going through the crowd I mean he's not like anyway um but yeah <laughs> he he isn't he's an emotional guy and all that He's fully aware of how disappointed everybody was with him leaving the wrestling industry. And that's why I have a just impossible time believing that he, a guy who likes to be in control, you know, controls his own narrative in a lot of ways, um, that he would let it end this way. And just have it fizzle out like that with like one minute it's the big title win and MJF's back and it looks like we're setting up MJF versus CM Punk. Another, you know, keep the feud going but this time for the title and maybe CM Punk's the heel, MJF's kind of the face, I don't know. And then and then to go from that to like moments later he's doing this press conference shitting on everybody and then we haven't seen him since and may never see him again it is just it's too idiotic to be real and it's also so idiotic that it seems like it can only be real but <laughs> it's got everybody talking one way or the other and I, but i don't know if that's always I, that's not necessarily a good thing is it i mean for the first couple of weeks like aew saw a big spike on their wednesday night ratings <clears throat> excuse me the shows from Buffalo, and then last week was Albany, and then this week was I don't know where. Uh, and the ratings, yeah, the ratings this week. Oh, this week was the Arthur Ashe Stadium. It was like the big, uh, almost like a pay per view event. They they crowned a new world champion. Uh, <laughs> Chris Jericho won the Ring of Honor World Title on Wednesday night on free television, and uh, and uh, Moxley won the World Title. In that same night, like they had some big stuff going on, they had big shit, and they lost viewers from the previous weeks because I think they gained viewers because people tuned in to see, like, oh, is this real? Is this fake? Oh, no CM Punk still after a couple weeks, no Kenny Omega, no Young Bucks. Oh, all right, I guess they're gone, and maybe I don't care so much anymore. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so e either way, man, I, it's just and it, and if it is fake, it's kind of it's still kind of dopey because it's like, well, what's the what's the what's the end game here? Pull a bunch of wrestlers off TV to sell a fake uh, locker room brawl, and then to just bring them back? Uh, I don't know, a few weeks later, a few months later, whatever it's gonna be. I don't know, man. So either way, it's dumb. And I've spent how much time talking about CM Punk? Yeah, way too, way too much time. So <laughs> I originally wanted to talk about Ime Udoka, who has been officially. I guess that's on the on the topic of idiotic suspensions. This is uh, 
you know, I guess uh, the NBA, I guess the Celtics uh, looked at the CM Punk and Kenny Omega and Young Bucks suspensions in, in pro wrestling in AEW and said, hold my beer. <laughs> you think that's a suspension? I got one for you. This guy had consensual sex with a woman, and we're not going to let him coach the team that he took to the NBA Finals and was up 2-1 to one. <laughs> just a few months ago. Yeah, that guy. We're not going to let him anywhere near this team for the entire year. This team, with all this potential and all this momentum and all this excitement, and this coach who's, you know, getting them to where they need to go. Yeah, no. He had consensual sex with somebody on the staff. And that is the most unforgivable thing that could ever happen. So we're going to give the biggest suspension that, like, <laughs> this is, I mean, like, people taking fucking performance-enhancing drugs got a lesser suspension, lesser punishment. People beat their girlfriends or beat their wives or, you know, assault somebody at a bar, run over someone with their car, some like horrible things where people have actually like been injured or died. And they, (laughs) Colin Kaepernick's career came to an end because he peacefully took a knee to bring attention to issues of racial injustice and police brutality. And he will, I mean, at this point, you know, it's been what five years? Like he's he ain't coming back. He's he was in the Super Bowl like ten years ago, and he and now he'll never play. I mean, because he took a fucking knee during a song, like because we've come up with these invisible rules that like the certain way that your body is positioned makes you. I don't know, less of a patriot or less of a Christian or less of a whatever, less for the, and you can't, you can't sit and you can't see when they play that national anthem, you must stand and you must put your hand on your heart. And if you don't, then you're not a patriot. You don't love this country and you're a anti-American piece of shit. <sighs> and, um, and that's so stupid. That's so stupid. And then, you know, Brett Favre, I know his career is over anyways. He retired long ago. But this guy's fucking, you know, truly, like, in every possible... I mean, he's a criminal. He's a fucking evil piece of shit. Taking millions of dollars that were supposed to go to, like... The most impoverished people in what is already like a pretty impoverished state. And nobody's talking about that. <laughs> it's crazy. It's just like the fucking the hypocrisy, the double stand, whatever you want to call it. It's so fucking stupid. That this and that's why I'm saying there needs to be some level of detail that has not been provided about this uh, Celtics thing, the Sudoka thing. For him to be suspended for the entire season? Like, okay, there's a missing piece here. Consensual sex with a woman uh, somewhere on the staff, a female employee somewhere. And I know, 
that's generally at most places it's frowned upon to have you know any kind of relations with uh you know with somebody who works for the same company a lot of a lot of places don't love that um and don't a lot some companies don't allow that and if they find out that you're you know having consensual relations with another person who also works for that company you yeah you could be suspended you could be fired you could be termed whatever um but man, oh man, it just seems like in the world of professional basketball, professional sports in general, when you have so many of these pieces of shit like going around and, you know, <laughs> just doing horrible things, uh, you know, and violence and, and illegal substances and this and that. And then like this guy's having sex with somebody in his personal life that has no impact on anything and he's suspended for the year. And again, that's why I say more information is needed because otherwise, uh, just like with AEW and Tony Khan and CM Punk, like we're just going to think you're idiots. If you just suspend this guy because he's in a relationship, a sexual relationship with somebody on the staff, and now he's not going to be able to coach uh, the, the second best team in the NBA – uh there's it's not adding up it's just it's weird so i'm sure there's more and i'm sure we're gonna find out more and we need to find out more frankly because otherwise this just looks like a, a a team run by morons i don't know so all right it's time to go uh yeah i just <laughs> it's it's really oh i did want to quickly uh i did read something that i liked am i still recording is this is this on are we still on are we still on um on instagram and of course in classic instagram fashion they took just 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 give me the page that i was on come on and then instagram has this really fun thing now that, like, you can't... Okay, never mind. All right. Uh, okay. Oh, he's a he, uh, message after he... Um, Ime Udoka's message after being suspended for the entire season. I want to apologize to our players, fans, the entire Celtics organization, and my family... For letting them down, I'm sorry for putting the team in this difficult situation, and I accept the team's decision. Out of respect for everyone involved, I will have no further comment. And that's fine. Um, <laughs> I, I, it's fine, but it's also again all those words. He said, "I'm sorry to my family. I'm sorry to you know." Okay, and by the way, he should be. If he's, I don't know anything about him. I, if he's married, I, I guess I assume he is. If he's apologizing to his family, I assume he's got a wife and kids. Um, in which case, yeah, he's kind of a scumbag. But he's a scumbag in his personal life. <laughs> and he needs to come to, you know, he needs to work that out with his family. And that sucks. You know, he's going to have a lot of, he's got a lot that he needs to do with his wife and his kids to, you know, whatever. Um, 
and that's, yeah, that's sleazy and shady and everything. But it's also, let's be honest, none of my business, none of your business. It's, what does that have to do with the game of basketball? What does that have to do with his ability to coach? Like, I think Bill Clinton is a fucking sack of shit. He was the inspiration for me becoming a, registering as a Republican when I was 18 years old because I fucking hated Bill Clinton and I still do. I don't, I don't hate Hillary. All these people, the fucking email, I don't give a shit. That's so, that's so, such silly fucking nonsense. She would have been a great president. Um, <laughs> but you know what? Bill Clinton was a pretty fucking good president. And I cannot fully stress to you how much I despise Bill Clinton as a human being. I and I and and how upset I was. It was similar to Trump back in 1990 whatever, 2 when he was running. Yeah, that's that, that would have been when he was running. So in the early night, so 91, 92, you know, he's doing the campaign running for president and all that stuff. And all the things are coming out just about, like, what a fucking, you know, schizo he is. And he just was like, like what a slime ball. And so, <laughs> and I remember talking to my, talking to my parents because uh, there was this guy, uh, a teacher in the middle school, a sixth grade teacher who was allegedly, uh, you know, kind of a fucking sleazy sack of shit too. And he was always kind of just weird and pervy uh, around the girls and stuff like that. I, that's all I say alleged because I, I didn't have the guy for a teacher and I didn't, I don't really know him that well. And, um, but we were, I remember talking to my parents and kind of like comparing Bill Clinton to this guy. Cause they were like similar, like features too, like just like, you know, gray hair, same shaped head looked to be about the same height, you know? And, uh, and I just remember like, yeah. This guy's a slime ball. He sh- like he, there's no way he's ever going to be president. And then he's a fucking president and everybody loves him. Like we were all talking about what a skeezy little pervo he was a year ago and now he's he's our great president. And hey, he was he was pretty damn good at the job if you ask me. I mean, I, you know, I was a teenager back then, but it was a, you know, pretty pretty thriving times. Uh during those eight years, <sighs> but then, but the, but it just the point, the fact of like how people just were like, oh, uh, he's a slime ball, but he's my slime ball, and I'm going to vote for him, and now I don't even care that he's a slime ball. And then the same thing happened, you know, Trump's on tape talking about grabbing pussy, and I think that's fucking so gross and wrong, and uh, of course he's not going to be president with that kind of shit. And then he's not only president, but people, he's got like legitimately people are in a cult. It's a whole cult. MAGA is like a whole cult. Um, but my, my point of all this, going back to Udoka, is yeah, yeah, maybe he's like a slime ball, sack of shit, fucking asshole. Uh, who cares as far as what he does as a coach? <laughs> Uh, I don't just like, and this is why I bring up Bill Clinton. Cause I have, I mentioned, I despise Bill Clinton. I don't, I don't know if I've mentioned that, but also with that said, the whole Monica Lewinsky thing, I remember thinking like they're impeaching him for a blowjob. 
What the fuck does that have to do with anything about his ability to be president of the United States? You know how many fucking people everywhere are cheating on their wives, cheating on their husbands? (laughs) People who run companies, people who coach teams, people who play for teams. A player, I mean, how many... (laughs) How many... How many kids does, like, uh, we won't get into that, but, like, did anybody get, any of the players ever get suspended for going around, like, just, you know, banging girls in every city? So, I'm just, uh, don't, I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, anyway. <laughs> um, so, that's my whole point. It took me a million years to get to is... Unless he did something that is illegal and, you know, and is and does or would or has impacted his ability to coach the team, then I just don't get this. And that's why more information needs to come out. And that's why I didn't get the whole impeachment of Bill Clinton other than that uh, people just hated him so much that they didn't want him to be president and they would pick anything to make him not president, and the blowjob was like the one thing that they had, his fucking, you know, sex fiend sort of pervo ways. Uh, <laughs> but I, even back then, I'm like, that's not impeachable. That's stupid. They're really fucking, you know, they're grasping at straws here. And that's what seems like is happening with the Celtics. And that, uh, yeah, somebody said... Celtics insider on Instagram. Opinion. The Celtics are on the verge of making a destructive mistake that could sink the franchise for years. And that's why I mentioned CM Punk and AEW. I feel like there's parallels here. I don't know that this is going to destroy AEW with CM Punk, you know, all this stuff. But it ain't a good look if it's real. And it ain't a great look if it's not real, too. Because, it's again, I ask you, what's the payoff? Like, what's going to happen? He's going to come back. And they're just going to have a bunch of, like, verbal things on the microphone. Then it's going to lead to a match and everybody's going to want to see it because, oh, they really do hate each other in real life. They really got into a real fight. All right. That's fine. And, I, yeah, I mean, I guess that uh, that will work. But how much? Uh, at the How much will that payoff <laughs> um, outweigh the negative of what's happening right now with people tuning out because they're not seeing a bunch of their favorite wrestlers and may never see them again, you know, and what impact will it have on the Celtics with their fucking coach, not coaching a single game all year. Is he suspended with pay? Cause I'll tell you what, and I'm not, I'm not built like everybody. I, <laughs> The thought of being paid to do absolutely nothing is a, is a real thrill to me. When I, when I think of when Vince McMahon bought WCW and all those big, uh, big, big, big contracts, you know, most of the wrestlers were under contract through WCW and paid through WCW. And then a bunch of them were so big, you know, the big stars, the Hulk Hogan's and the Stings and the Kevin Nash and the Goldbergs and... Ric Flair and, and those those top guys, uh, they were you know the ones making millions and millions of dollars and still were owed millions and millions of dollars on their contract. 
they were contracted uh, there that was through AOL Time Warner you know whatever you know the the parent organization so that that was on their books and not WCW's books because it was such a huge amount of money and so when Vince bought WCW he got all of their assets tape videotapes branding and a lot of the wrestlers you know the their contracts became you know they were, they, now they're contracted to, through Vince through WWE the guy's contract through AOL, that was different because Vince did not buy AOL. Therefore, he did not buy uh, the, those other wrestlers' contracts. So what happened was there's no more WCW, and all these guys have a contract, and the offer was either, okay, we can buy out your contract for 50 cents on the dollar, or <laughs> and then you can go to work for WWE if you want to, or you can just sit home and get paid the millions of dollars you're owed uh, over the course of the next six months, 12 months, two years, whatever whatever the, the remaining term is on the contract. You'll just stay home. You can't work for any wrestling company until your contract expires, but you'll get paid every penny that's owed to you. And they're all like, yeah, I choose that option of doing absolutely nothing and having no responsibility and you're still paying me. Or the other option is what again? I can I can get half of that, and then go uh, fucking travel up and down the road for Vince every week. Yeah, you know what? Been fun. Uh, you can just keep paying me until that contract expires. Then I'll go work for Vince. <laughs> get my free money. That's the dream, right? And so if it, and these guys right now, Punk and Omega and the Bucks, they're they're I believe suspended with pay. So it's like, oh, okay, cool. You don't need me. Again, and that's Kevin Nash on his podcast made the comparison to like you hire some 1099s, you hire some guys to come paint your house, you know, and they're there for a couple of days. And then, you know, it's supposed to be maybe it's a week-long job. And on day two, they get into a big fight. And you say, you guys are suspended. Go home. I'm still going to pay you. But go home. I don't want this. I don't want this tomfoolery here at my house and this paint job you'll come back in a week i'll pay you for the week and then you'll come back and then i'll continue to pay you like that's that's what this seems it's like why are you you're suspending them with pay you're just okay here's a vacation you fucked up and you got in a locker room brawl and now you're on a vacation and fudoka i would imagine is suspended with pay because why you know that's crazy so <laughs> he's i don't know that's not that just doesn't sound so bad to me uh, now, the, the one bad thing is maybe that is the biggest punishment of all because that means he has to just be home <laughs> with wife and children and has to face that, which is, you know, as he should. But, man, it's it's not the worst thing in the world if you just, like, basically just been given a year off with pay. Uh, in any event, it's all it's all just seems ridiculous. It seems like this were... You know, the last month we're just in the era of ridiculous, inexplicable suspensions with no real further detail and just sitting here wondering, like, what the fuck is going on? You know, and then when you think about it, too, like Tiger Woods, I mean, his career never fully recovered from 2009 uh, because he, had, he, you know, he had injuries. He's been plagued with injuries. Because he was such an intense competitor and, you know, had such a regimen and had so, you know, whatever. He put his body through. I mean, you say like, oh, it's golf. Yeah, golf fucking hurts. 
swing a swing a club, you know, and then, and then tell me <laughs> tell me how your back feels after you take a few. If you haven't swung a golf club in a long time, that's not really a natural thing. Uh, so he's doing it for his entire life, and he gets into his you know thirties, early thirties, mid thirties, whatever, and and now he's got you know leg injuries and back injuries, and he's. You know, but the point I make is like we he was treated like he had murdered somebody. <laughs> he just banged a lot of women. Not the greatest guy. Still a piece of shit for doing that. But it's it's just funny like why that's that's between isn't that supposed to be between t- I mean it's not if you're a public figure it's between you and and everybody but uh in any event. Uh all right, I do have to go. Uh, it's, it's enough. Oh, that was the Instagram thing I wanted to read from the Celtics insider. Opinion of the Celtics are on the verge of making a destructive mistake that could sink the franchise for years. Hmm. Okay. Well, maybe. Um, Celtics Insider. I usually don't get too serious about anything on here, but the optics of this whole situation are absolutely awful. Yeah. Which is, again, why I'm talking about AEW. Because whether that's real or not, the optics are terrible. And if it's not real, you best bring those guys back real fucking soon. Because <laughs> people are tuning you out. Um, reports are the Celtics were likely turned to Joe... And this is the part that's... yeah, Celtics will likely turn to Joe Mazzula as head coach. Indefinitely suspending Udoka for a, quote, improper consensual relationship with a colleague. What the Celtics' ownership and decision-makers are failing to realize is that Joe Mazzulla was arrested for domestic violence in 2009. Kicking out a top head coach in the NBA is punishment for a consensual relationship, yet bringing in Mazzulla is completely backwards, all caps. How do the players see this? How does the rest of the league view this? Uh, more importantly, how does this even remotely come, come remotely close to following any sem- semblance of an ethical standard? This is just a disaster in the making. The relationship between Celtics and Ime is ruined. Brad likely doesn't want a coach as he's involved in deciding the punishment for Ime. Their top replacement has far worse red flags than the coach they are suspending. Good Lord. Yeah, that really kind of sums it up. It's like, oh my gosh, you had a really good thing going. Great team, great season last year. Get to the finals, even win a few games in the finals against an unbelievably incredibly good team that I, I think everybody figured would win and they did. Um, but still to have that momentum and coming back this year and looking just as strong, if I mean, uh, and then it's like, okay, season starts in a few weeks and we're suspending the coach for the whole year. Oh, okay. Whatever. That's why I'm not in charge of, a <laughs> of a national sports, a professional sports franchise. I don't run a wrestling company, and uh, and I just sit here talking about it because what the fuck do I know about suspending people and doing all that? It's, I'm just some jackass. Anyways, it would be really helpful for this jackass if you go to birthdayboyshop.com and pick up some merch. I should I should either just close up the shop. I think that's probably what'll happen, or maybe add some new shit. I I made the thing like I don't know, a year ago, two years ago. I don't even remember. I think it was two years ago. No, it was a little over a year ago, year and a half ago. Anyway, um, and I haven't, I haven't touched it since. I, I don't even know. I forgot what I even would do to 
do that. But anyways, go to birthdayboyshop.com, get merch, tell your friends, tell everyone about the podcast, leave five-star reviews, share the share the love, you know, let everybody know that this is your favorite podcast in the entire world. Anyway, hey, it's Friday. Enjoy. Happy Friday. Blah, blah, blah. We'll talk to you next time. Later, Gators.